Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir. Welcome to Beat Fano Podcast. So awesome to have you back. We're super excited to share more testimony. And this week, we've got another episode. So stay tuned here on Beat Fano Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry. Members get personalized contracts for music production, free Serato Studio, Sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the MPG NZ website to help support us in growing our community. For more info, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Back to the podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome, everyone, to Beat Final Podcast. And this week we have Queen Shirley. How are you? Yo, what up, what up? It's so good to finally have you here on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yes, literally, finally, it's been time. But um, I just wanted to say, first and foremost, Pacific Musicals, we literally just finished it. How how do you reckon? Oh, that was amazing, yeah? It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So amazing to be there and be part of the vibe, you know, just being amongst um, our musos and it was so beautiful. Honestly, I absolutely loved it. Pretty nice sound, day. Eh? Like, oh, I just knew how some misfits, I knew it was going to be good, but like, because I just, you get goosebumps watching, like, even the music, oh, watching it live. Yeah, I think so for me, nice. it wasn't really about the, the um, competition it was more about just coming together as a community a music community because of covid we hadn't seen like last year was only a few people and it was pre-recorded so yeah. when i did present last year there was hardly there was no audience yeah, exactly. so it was quite different a different vibe but this year was like so good to be back like it's it makes you appreciate yeah. going to these things because um just seeing your, your friends there your music friends that you haven't seen over in exactly. a year or two yeah and seeing how they've done in the scene like those ones that got nominated you know i'm proud of them because they represent all of us yeah. they push their music out and that's why they're up there you know they keep pushing along yeah. they yeah. never gave up on their dreams never gave up on their dreams it was cool because i had always come across like jana and like through eddie and just it's just like young and old it's just so cool to see that dynamic there um it's so blessed you know just um for me as a producer, coming up, being from Palmy, but always wanting to get there. It's just so awesome to be a part of the community. Like you said, like their community, yeah. Yeah, I mean, good for you, man. Cool, like, yeah. you're doing great. Like, you know, supporting artists like Shane Walker and, you know, yeah. being amongst it and just doing it because you love it. You know, you're part of that too. And so, you yeah. know, got my respect for you for what you're doing. Oh, hard out. Well, likewise, yeah. you, and this is again, um, you know, awesome podcast to share your journey as well. So, to kick things off, um, yeah, how's everything been with you lately? Like, um, you've got your own podcast too. What have you been up to these days? How's Oh, how's my life goodness. Been? Where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so let me just start with these candles because okay. I absolutely love the smell. Okay, thank you. So I just woke up one day and because I love candles, shout out to my bestie, Lavina Williams. She actually got me into it, um, an incredible singer. She is an icon, New Zealand music, check her out. Uh, she's on TikTok as well. And um, she used to give me candles. Mm. And one day I just fell in love with it. And then um, when I went out to look for my favorite smell at different stores, I couldn't find it. So one day I came across a lady that makes it. And so I linked up with her. 
shout out to my sis um, from down Hawke's Bay. So me and her, so I gave her all my um, uh, fragrance that I liked and um, we put it together and uh, I created the design for it. And um, yeah, then I made it happen. Now I've got yeah. candles, I'm selling them at um, one of my great, honestly, one of the baddest nail technician in Mangere. Her name's um, Selena wow. from Nisha Nails and she does tapa nails. So if you can see my nails, yeah, this is what she yes. does. She does the bling. Yes. It's got the yes. um, bling on it. Extra, extra. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to my sis for letting me sell my candles at her store. Yeah. So I've got good. three at the moment. I've created three, which is Cookies and Kulimi. Yes. Cookies and Kulimi is Cookies and Cream and Samoan. Mm. But Cookies and Kulimi is um, a representation of my personality. Nice. Yeah, like a yeah. little bit of chocolate yeah, that's the with a very yeah. authentic um, smell. It. Yeah, smell. yeah. So it smells like cookies, eh? Mm. But yeah, once you close the, the yeah, window. Yeah, and even we've got the subtle one. Yes, and the other one is um, poly, pineapple and mango. And oh, you know, those that know me know I love pineapple. Yeah. Mango is my favorite, so. Yeah. yeah, so I created something that I've really loved. And um, it's so beautiful, because when I, honestly, when I have it on, it's yeah. like the whole house smells like pineapple. <sighs> Yeah, so good. <laughs> so yum, man. It's so yum. Oh, epic. Well, I'm sure everyone here on podcast knows that when you have a nice smell on the steer, you make some nice beats, so you already know uh, what to get. Yeah, <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah, so you can get it at Nisha Nails. She's got um, Instagram as well as Facebook, but hit her up on Instagram and her address is on Facebook. Nisha Nails is in the, uh, it's a shop down in Mangere, her own nail shop, and it's beautiful. Epic. So dope. So that's where the candle. Might um, get out to the night markets. Have you afforded? Yeah. No, nah, um, you just want to keep it. I just want to keep it local yeah, and like support, just just yeah, at my girl because yeah, exactly. I want people to go and support her support business her as well. Exactly, that's such a good arrangement. Yeah, because she's the baddest. Thought and about that when I was saying it, you know this. Like, that's why I wanted to hear you say it because that's something we need a lot of now more than ever is just reminding ourselves of how far we got this far. We got through through lo like supporting local. So we just can't figure out roots and what has gotten us this far. Hey, we've got to carry that on. So, mm. so I like that. No but, doubt, no uh, doubt. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about the music journey. Cause let's I, go. Yeah, <laughs> as, as we talked about before the podcast, go right back mm. a little bit into seeing what you were doing in the community way back. Okay. Um, you know, Are we going there? Are we going there, bro? I came across from you seeing you oh, helped shit. with the, no, it's all good, with the Hip Hop Summit. Oh, yes. yes. Hip Hop Summit. let's take it back. Um, okay. You've been doing music a lot longer than I have, but that's just part of me just looking at everyone on Facebook and I was always just really passionate to see like the lineage and um, yeah, yeah, I guess let's go, let's take a ride back. When you were a kid, like with, what, what was your first time with music, memories um, and like, yeah, was there any like thing where it turned into you wanting to do music? Um, yeah, earliest memories of music mm. as a kid. Firstly, thank you so much for asking that question. Like, mm. no one's really hit me up about that in a long time. Yeah. So it all started back in Samoa where I was born. My great grandmother used to um, enrol me at church college at the school in Samoa. And every morning we had to do the national anthem, do the flag, and then we do the Samoan dance. So it was like instilled in us as young kids. And then at church, obviously, we had to do it, you know, memory verses, which we call um, White Sundays and stuff like that. We call it sacra. Uh, what do we call it for the primary? I think it's called primary presentation or something like that. Anyway, um, it all started from there. And my first encounter with hip hop 
was when I was about three or four and these, um, what do they call them? Um, these break, breakers, break dancers yes, back yes, in the day. Yes, they call breakers. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, came yes. to a church that was across the road from my house. So they yeah. called it a concert, Konseki, back yes. in Samoa. So they started doing a concert in front of our house and everybody in our hood knew, like in our village knew that there was this concert. So all of us cousins went. And I just remember spinning on my head, learning from these um, break dancers. And I loved it. Like the music, they were playing funk music. Wow, yes. Something we'd never even heard back in Samoa. But, and that really made me like really look and search for that kind of music. Yeah. So when I came to New Zealand in 86, you know, I was like, the first musicians I first saw on RTR Countdown was um, The Herbs. Yes. And right. also Ari Jar. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. And it was so amazing. And I like, wow, brown people. Yeah, yeah. And that, that made they, me, and I, I love like mm, just being cool. at home listening to music. Yeah. And so it was natural. It just That's came so to me. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, man, it's the power of seeing dance and music too because it's um, funk music. It's just like, this the origins of some of, you know, we all love seeing a cool dance crew these days, but we don't realize that that funk music was like some big origins there eh, of like mm. all these dance crews, like rare inspirations of just yeah like you said back when it was just breakers you know like yeah it was just a thing exactly. you know it's it just mm. out there and so really awesome um yeah I'm just, nothing major like it's yeah, not like yeah. a not a real it's not like oh there's someone in the family you know like that yeah. usual story it's i'm just, not like some superstar yeah yeah you know it's no big thing yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. it was just was just like everybody like most yeah. polynesian people start at church mm, that's like that's, if you listen to their stories a lot of them started off gospel um, because of the upbringing and because us Polynesians, we have a very strong religious background because of our ancestors. Mm. They were very religious and so that got instilled in us and so in some sense it affected us and has, um, is, is the way we're, why we are the way we are. We're, you know, half the reason we're conflicted because one minute we're like feeling guilty for doing something and then we're like at church, yeah, you know, feeling guilty and then next minute we're like, nah, but you know, yeah. It's important because God gives us this thing called, um, it's called um, free agency. Oh, there we go. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean? So we can do whatever yeah, we the want. Salvation. Yeah. 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 Panel salvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. People have fought for our yeah, freedom so we can actually yeah. live life. People didn't get to live life, but they had that willingness to, um, to, to continue knowing that even if I don't get to get to this point, that our next generation just can live and have, enjoy those freedoms. So, it's so cool you mentioned that because I had that similar upbringing with my dad coming from Islamic and my mum coming mm -hmm. from Christianity, you know, like seeing that. There's a lot of sacrifices, you know, so uh, we're here to yeah. champion that, eh? like find that balance, eh? like you see. Bring it up. Yeah, yeah I love that. So cool. You're so right about that. And I think for a lot of us, we still, we're still going through that. But we've grown, we're growing and we're now learning to adapt. And like you said, you know, compromise and also adjust yes there's a lot of adjustment and we're learning as adults that in life we have to for for us to have peace that we want because yeah. most of most importantly for me i just want peace nice. now that i'm in my 40s it's like i'm all about peace i'm all about love and i'm all about just doing things that i love doing yeah. i don't yeah. want to be doing things that i don't enjoy exactly. yeah, and that's yeah. why i won't do certain jobs and i won't yes. 
do certain things that um, people would say that I should do. Yeah, exactly. People would say, you should do yeah. this, you'll be great at this. But Dr. I'm like, thank like, you. Really? <laughs> I'm like, thank you so much, exactly. but I actually want to do this. Exactly. Yeah, thank you for Sorry. Saying, yeah, exactly. Like, thank you, thank you, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind being yeah. poor. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't exactly. mind being yeah. a little poor because yeah, I know yeah. that I'm okay. Yeah, and, and that's so cool because when you look at the, like, you know, life is so short, sort of theory, which no one seems to get into us too late. And we, we, we think we could take a leaf from our people's books, but yet we still <laughs> yeah. refer to. But that's like, like, I feel like that's it. Like a big part of it is take the leaf from our parents. Hey, what's good, everyone? Just taking a quick second to shout out to our awesome sponsors. Yeah, yeah. It's the one thing a computer can't just That's what we do. were talking about earlier. Automation, automation. I mean, you got factories now, now machine, everyone's losing their job, check it, all of these things. But the, even lawyers, now they're like, that's the thing. People wouldn't have thought these like, you know, doctors, they would take a but no, they're all getting out. And the one thing that's still there is the human touch. Yeah. Yes. So word up, I mean. Yes, this is a word to our future generations to like follow your dreams and, and it's a world market. So Pretty on to a four twenty five year old man. Oh I would definitely take that. <laughs> I would take that Because like you said yeah. earlier, like I couldn't even believe this, but you I um actually met you when you were seventeen. Yeah. Which was yeah. crazy. Well, just online, but still online, yeah. we were like, you know, properly, you know, trying to yeah, help each other and I was at school, so I mean I was still quite young. <laughs> like, bro, don't yeah, be messaging on, on the site if you ain't yeah, gonna come through. No, it was cool though. Like, honestly, good for you. Like, because mm. that really, like, some kids were out on the street trying to get a gun in there. Yeah, well, you you were online trying, trying to, trying to get work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to provide though. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, That's dope. That is so cool. Well, I'd love to just dive a little bit more into your your music journey uh, because you know. It's amazing, you, you, next thing you know, you're actually making music and you don't even realize it because it's just been all around you. So yeah, tell us a bit about that journey. Um, and like for you, uh, establishing yourself and as an artist, um, yeah, what was the sort of first steps? Instrument or vocal, what was it for you? Uh, or any any just like, like memories of going to a mm. studio? Was there anything that kicked it off? So there's so many mm. chapters of that journey, mm. but I would say to, from the beginning, beginning of it, um, it all started from a time where I was abused wow. at home. And um, yes. I mean, I, I don't wanna mm. look at it in a negative way. Like I'm grateful that I went through, through it. it. Yeah, yeah. But it started because of that and I ran away from home. So I got, I ended up at a park and some kids found me and they were like, come meet my sisters. They took me back to their parents and they happened to be ministers of the church. And then the their daughter was a youth leader. So she was like, oh, we don't want you to go back to your family if they're abusing you. So we're gonna put you on a camp. So they put me on this Christian camp. <laughs> yeah, I remember Christian camp. <laughs> they put me on this Christian camp, which was really amazing. Yeah. And we did like a lot of stuff there. It was so dope. And then I learned how to play guitar through my mate, the youth leader of our church. And the minister was actually a minister of our church, so my uncle knew him. So they rang my uncle and told him I was safe. Mm. My uncle was like, da, 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 all good, all good. So I learned how to play guitar, and so I started singing in church in front of um, just some, some random Sundays. They'll go, Shirley, you wanna sing? So I'll turn up, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'll sing my song that I've been practicing on my guitar. So I started singing in front of the church. Oh. And then <laughs> that's how it all sort of started. Yeah. And then I think for me, I went to school and I did poetry and I started writing poems for girls and they would give it to their boyfriends. 
and um, I was making money from that at school and yeah and I joined um, a talent quest at school and I went up against one of my best mates and now I realize like what the fuck did I think of doing back then going up against her <laughs> holy shit <laughs> but I had so much balls I don't know yeah, why yeah. how the drive of music and yeah, I went yeah. up against her and I entered this talent quest and um do you remember tonight at the music awards do you remember um when um the lifetime achievement i think it was lifetime or it was like an honorary award they gave it to um nairi fuata oh, she was the um Bertman, um she was the pacific music awards uh she was the tangata pacifica one of the producers mm. oh. and she was up there she she stood up we stood up we did a standing ovation when she went when she um got her an award mm. anyway she was our judge for that talent quest oh. and that night Lavina, I went up against Lavina. She obviously won. We all know that, like without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> she took the whole comp out, but then they had this. They called out a special award, and they go, "We've got a. We decided to do a special award. Yeah. This is for someone to get free recording at OMAC. Because back then I was oh. only eleven, and OMAC to us was yeah, like the, the best. Yeah, it was so big to I us back then. Like well. Yeah, and then yeah. next month they called my name. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And my girls that were part of my group, because they were dancers, I had backup dancers, they were ready to go up on stage to get the award, eh? Because they thought it was for them. Yeah. But then it, they only just called my name. So my girls looked at me, they go, yeah. go, that's you. And I was like, no, 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 let's all go. Yeah. And they go, no, 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 it's just for you. Because wow. it was recording. Yeah. Exactly. So I went up and they said, oh, this is for a special award for you. We feel like you deserve a chance to go and yeah, do some recording. Some, I was like, what the uh, fuck? I didn't want to yeah, be a yeah. singer. And you probably didn't expect that they would call your name as like, you'd be like, oh, go on, you went. I like, know. Yeah, yeah, did. Uh, it was crazy. So anyway, we get on this van, we go to OMAC, and then my cousins, they were from Otara, they yes. found out, because back then we didn't have phones, but yes, yes, we yes, had coin yeah. phones. Yeah. And I said to my cousins, oh, I'm coming over to Otara. You know, I'm gonna be recording. Yeah. They turn up at OMAC, right? Yes, yes. And there's, and then they convinced me to go to their house and smoke some weed. Wow. And I was so excited because, yeah. like, man, Otala was yeah. big to us back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. So I went off to her yeah. house. Yeah. We ended up staying at her house all day. We walked the streets, whatnot. Yes. And um, I said to be back because the school bus, uh, the van came back. Yeah. By the time I got back, and the guys at the studio said, "Oh, you finished your session? Uh, you, you know, no, you didn't yeah, turn up." Yeah, so we have yeah, to tell yeah, the school yeah. so yeah, yeah, so yeah. i didn't end up going back yeah, yeah i just gave up on that dream yeah. eh? but it was the fact that that you had that like significant yeah like significance of like your name being called out that was probably your earliest memory but like it it definitely came back right like that's let's let's get there let's get i know there's a bit of a skip forward but yeah mm. tell us about when things came back in were you um were you like yeah. in, the, in the school? What was the next big phase for you as an artist? So I got kicked out of home at mm. 14 or 15 or 16, one of those ages. And I was on the street and um, some of the girls that I met in the hood, they loved to rap. So we would listen to little Kim. She was like our idol yeah, back then. Yeah. We started learning her raps. We were like rapping little Kim, mm. you know, salt and pepper. Yes. Like we just loved it. Yeah. And um, it was just natural, Bone Thugs and Harmony. So I started going to concerts. I went to Janet Jackson, was my first concert I went to. Um, and that was so inspiring. And I just had a dream that one day I want to be on, on a stage like that, yeah. just performing. And I was like, what the fuck, where did this come oh, from? Yes. 
Like, how did this idea exactly. even come in my head? And I just saw all the people and I went, wow. Oh, I could just see myself. I had this dream. It was so, like, yeah, dear to me. Exactly. And so, you know, um, mm. long story long short. Long story short. <laughs> 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 and I only say that. There's a book. Okay. If yeah. you want to know a little bit more, there's a book in the library, oh. the Monaco Library. It's called Translucence. It's an Auckland Council um, collection of authors from South Auckland. Only 10. Yeah. And I was one of them. And I got, yeah, I was one of the ones that picked to um, publish a story. And yeah. the story was about me moving from Samoa to New Zealand and then using the opportunities, becoming a music. Yeah. So that part of that story oh, is in the book. That's amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> I, I get tired of telling that story. So I tell people, ah, oh, oh, it, yeah, it's yeah, sort just... of like, yeah, Sometimes I don't want to talk book. about it. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> read there's the a book. lot to it, so read the book. <laughs> yeah. You can't even fit it here yeah. on the I'll podcast. I read for a divorce. Yeah. I read for yeah. a divorce. There's yeah. quite a few things, so you get to read the book and get it all. Yeah, and read like, the book, guys. Yeah. It's free. It's at the yeah. li library. Any Auckland city library, any yeah, Auckland well, libraries. Well, this is cool because I can, I can say now over here in my heart that this has been one of the best speak finding podcasts I've ever had because no, no one's ever had like that part of like a whole journey like and then like to think of it in a book and I can know why and it's because from the little bit that I've looked online uh, looking you up like and seeing a few music videos that's why I wanted to say like you know like let's carry on the journey like um yeah so sort of as things happened like what got you into like wanting to get into recording you like actually releasing a single getting out there in the industry like yeah mm. was that like the next phase or was I mean there's a honest, lot of things yeah yeah on my 21st, I had my fight, my last fight. I was a fighter. Wow. I used to fight yeah. girls at this nightclub every week. And um, one day I just had enough eh, fighting. And and I got into my last fight and I got picked up that night. It was my 21st. I went off to a, um, a safe house. They were waiting for me with all these gifts. And I was like, <clears throat> and then I met someone there, my kid's dad. And he was part of a, a I would say a pioneer rap group that grew up in South Auckland. They were one of the first pioneers to kick off South Auckland hip-hop, South Auckland hip-hop. And I was like, I'm, I found out about it and I was like, man, I love that shit. Yeah. So we all connected and I got sucked into it because I just fell in love with the music. I, mm. I was in love with the music, not so much yes. the situation. Yes. And so I got sucked into it and I learned so much from those guys that I will give them that respect. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people know who yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I have a lot of respect for them because they had so much knowledge in the music scene. So at the time, my brother-in-law, he was blowing up, his music was dropping and he was famous and we were part of his whole journey, like yeah. just behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. So I helped so out behind the scenes. I was in his music videos and and I loved it. Yeah, Every experience exactly. of it was, I loved it, but I felt like I was pushed to the side um, because I was a female, yeah, I was yeah, a mum yeah. as well. I yeah, became a mum, yeah, which I didn't plan to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly I was a mum, and I was like, okay, and now yeah, I'm gonna be a mum. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't do my music, yeah, but yeah. I was writing a lot. Yeah. So everything, that, yeah. every every journey through my pregnancy, I was writing so much, yeah. and I had this goal that I'm gonna go do it myself. Yes. I'm not gonna wait around anymore yeah. for um someone to yeah. drop their stuff and then. I'm like last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to drop my music yeah. when I'm ready, and yeah. I feel like it's time. Yeah. So I just went out and found my own producer. Wow. I um, prayed about it. Yes. Became a hard out 
Christian. Yeah, Freedom Vibe. That's so cool. And, we've um, got a lot of Christians. We've got Axton. We've got Anchor. We've got so many Christians on Beach Planet. Oh, you know, I'm not like, a perfect well, one. Well, <laughs> I'm literally, uh, the reason I say that is because I'm none like, of the ones on here are perfect. Try to quit the shit up None here. of the ones on here are perfect. That's what I'm exactly, and I'm uh, literally putting this yeah. out there too. Best yeah. guys, it's the best what I mean. It's like, yeah, yeah we got a lot of people who just appreciate anyone who's trying to give God some good. And Man, we uh, had some of that at the Pacific Coast. I mean, if I wasn't for the Lord, I wouldn't yeah. be anywhere. Exactly. I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't. Nothing that I've accomplished was me. It was all God. And I always tell people that, I say, man, thanks for the praises, but it's not for me. Like, I don't want your praises. Because it wasn't me, man. I tell you, I couldn't do it. I had to pray about it. We had a similar thing because of how, you know, like I always think about how from hearing everyone's stories, you know, one thing that sums up everyone is nothing hits harder than life. That is so, it doesn't Mm. matter if it's big or small, the idea of just life. It, it, it's something you know everyone's got their own things it could be something you'll say oh that's small but like for them it's big or whatever it's nothing that's harder than life so it's so cool that we can like see how you know like faith in god it's just this mm. little faith must see but it's, it yeah you just gotta give thanks to yeah. another day alive that's a blessing yeah, um, and man. we try to encourage everyone listening like you live in new zealand you know mm. you go after your dreams because in other countries they don't even have internet you know like you can't go out to the city library if you don't right. have internet. If you don't have internet, you don't have internet. <laughs> you know, you really don't. So, yeah. yeah, I'm just, we're here to inspire the next generation, especially on this podcast. Um, but, you know, that's a great segue for, um, let's take, like, I don't want to forget about your podcast because when I found it, I was so like, wow. Whoa, inspired. did you listen to it? Like, I have listened to a little bit of the first episode. I've just scrolled through certain episodes. Um, but I'm really excited because I know I get to binge like this year on it all and I can't wait. Word up. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to even check it out. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it because like, honestly, now I know about your podcast. I'm like, yo, you know, this is dope. I want to listen because I'm all about that. Like I said, I only want to do things that I enjoy. Mm. And so I love podcasts. I love listening to it. It's inspiring and yeah. I love the stories that people share and it's so cool like, yeah. that we can have access to it. Oh, exactly. You know, without having we're to go We're creating through. our own six o'clock news or our own, mm. yeah, yeah, we're creating our yeah. own, you know, Broadcasting. And these are the real things, you know, the real. Right up, telling yeah. our stories, how we exactly. want to tell it, not someone else. And it's wisdom, yeah, yeah, it's not exactly not That's what else. it's all about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so, it, so after that, yeah. I ended up um, finding a producer, yeah, but then um, I was driving down Mangere, down this road, and I saw all these kids walking and it was around that time, um, I was a mum and I cared for kids and I seen all these kids and I pulled over and I was like, hey, where are you all going? Why aren't you at school? Some of them were in uniform somewhere and they were like, oh, miss, miss, oh, can you get us some uh, box from the liquor store? Yeah. Can you get us some smokes and all this and that? And then for a minute I was like, I was like, I have two choices right now. I could go get them and make it easy for them or I can find another option for them. So that split moment, I thought, what can I give them? So I said, hey, I've got a music video that's coming up. And I started telling them a story about, you know, coming back with me and dancing for my music video and all this and that. And and then half of them came back. Half of them followed me to this house. It was like a community house. And I went and took them there and the lady there, this Māori lady was like, oh no, you have to pay for the facility. It was at Auckland Council. And I was like, I don't have any money. So can we use outside? She goes, okay, as long as you know, da da da. So all these kids started coming there, and then I played my music on speaker, and yes. I said, that's me, that's me rapping, and I'm gonna be dropping that song soon, yes. and I'd love for you guys to audition for it. Yeah. Man, you should have seen these kids; they they could dance. Yeah. 
the guys, the hood, the you know these thugs, yeah. even the girls. Some of them were hoes, and they were like, uh, yeah, they, they started dancing, yeah. and I was like, wow, you are amazing. Yeah, what are you guys exactly. doing with your lives? Exactly. So I started a program there. The lady said, look, I see what you're doing outside. Why don't you become a teacher and, and wow. run your classes inside? Yeah, I said, how? I, I can't yeah, afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. She goes, no, I'm going to help you. You need to do this yeah, course, this wow. teacher. Um, yes. It was like an adult, um, yeah, uh, adult teaching. Wow. Yeah. So I did the course, and um, yeah, and then the council started paying me to host um, these classes there. And I was like, whoa. And the kids, I graduated like 15 kids yeah. from the hood, and, um, yeah. and I helped some of them go back to school. Yeah, exactly. And wow. so one of them went back to school, Grad, like finished her school and became a presenter for Maori TV. Yeah, and she was see, one of the hoes at the um, like just between us. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. yeah <laughs> she was yeah. one of the hoes from yeah, the hood. And I like, wow, yeah, yeah. I was so impressed. I was so happy for her. That's I was just happy. Exactly. So after that, I realized like this shit really works. Yeah. So I wanted to keep doing it. So my path changed from just being about me, like mm. dropping this music, becoming this, yeah. you know, artist that's gonna tour and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. That's I had all these much. dreams, yeah. you know, to tour the world and whatnot. But yeah, yeah I decided to change my path and I wanted to help kids, yeah. the hood, yeah, exactly. because I was one of those kids and yeah, I never had that exactly. chance. Exactly. And it was something you could do right there, right now. Well, I did have present. a chance. Yeah, it was that present. Actually, moment. someone did help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to help other others pass it, yeah, 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 yeah. pass it each on, one, pay one. it forward. That's so cool. Te yeah, each one, each one away. Knowing, knowing that, like, that's the the key part of it is. Yeah, sure. That's you're gonna you're gonna tell mm. me how you if it, if you like it or not. On the nice smell. You're supposed to be testing it for me. Everyone just enjoying the smell of these candles. Candles. Yes. Uh, my buddy here, our friend, our yes, Albert. Our Albert. We're gonna have Albert on the podcast. Albert Jackson. Soon. Oh, yes. come on now. Yes, come this on. This is the OG of all time. Yes. Everybody knowing the hood. Yes. What's up? What's up? Yeah. So yeah, I've just really enjoyed hearing this story journey so far, and um, it's it's all about yeah, just finding your true why. Sometimes you wake up in the morning, or you're just sitting with yourself in the afternoon, and then one day something just comes into your head, and you're you just don't like, even know what you're you gonna do. Yeah, yeah. And then out of nowhere, you're just like suddenly, ah, it's I like found, a purpose. Yeah, I found my purpose in life. I found my yeah. calling. I found something that. Like, this is how God's going to use me. Yeah, mm. yeah. But at the end of yeah. the day, after doing those programs, I evolved. I ended up working at Te Wananga. So they hired me Epic. to teach there. And yeah. well, actually, yeah. I rocked up there and I was like, I don't know where this confidence came from. Yeah. No qualifications, yeah. just love and passion for the shit. So I rocked up to Te Wananga and I was like, who's the manager here? Yeah. <laughs> Found them Kayako Matua yeah. and I told him the story yes. about what I want to do and I said this is what I want to do and I want to run it here with you guys and then the guy incorporated it into the Kayako uh, Kawairo Papa programs which is their performing arts section oh, yeah. but I had to go partnership with them and do all these modules according to Ministry of Education yeah, and all these yeah, and that yeah. so I did all that for three years wow. and um, yeah just and then I went and started running it on my own that's when I started doing it at the libraries Oh, and I ran it my, my program, my carway yeah. program, but I changed it to Pathways to yeah, Performing the whole Arts. Yeah, went there. And it was music, so I would yes. set up my gears, and the kids would come and just open mic, and then I teach them how to structure a song, teach yes. them how to get confident on the mic, 
how to hold the mic how properly, to, yeah, yeah, how to perform as a present. Yeah, 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 just the basics. You knew the basics of cabling too. And there mm. was those basics, the little basics that you knew would have been so valuable for them. Like, oh man, and the kids loved it. They yeah, loved it. They learned how to freestyle. A lot of them learned how to freestyle. Yeah, so I'll teach them how to freestyle, and it was so dope. Like some of these kids, it, it was so, there were so many kids. Like the library was like, oh, too many kids now. Like you need to cut back. So we would do. We started doing two semester, uh, two groups. Like the others were on the waiting list and whatnot. Wow. So I did that for three years or so, yeah. three or four. And Albert was one of our guests. Amazing. He came as a um, a guest speaker. Yeah. And it was so big. That was Love. cool. Just yeah. Sharing your story, eh? Yeah. Mm. That's so cool, bro. And he was like selling cars back then. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> that was already like the testimony was unfolding, right? And it was being like shortly after Lomo, but like maybe like a bit longer. Yeah, but like you already had a story, eh, yeah, to share. And just say what's possible with business and success. That's so yeah, cool, yeah. Eh? Like, oh, we're going to get the brown, but yeah, back to our story here. Um, what was like the next, yeah, thing for music in terms of like, um, did you find yourself like getting to like meet people you would want to meet? Um, um, because yeah, yeah, I mean, being in the music community, um, even just some of the highlights, you know, milestones and you know, um, yeah, yeah. things like hip hop. So, yeah, like what were some of the big things, like highlights, milestones for you? I think for me, it was like I had a gig in Mangere set up and I just released a song and somehow Tangata Pacifica hit me up and they did this whole segment on me on their show wow. and it was amazing. It was like they had me on this big screen and they made me this like big artist and for me, it was like, whoa, I didn't realise like I was doing all yeah, these things. Like, yeah, yeah, Because they yeah. were telling me what I was doing and I was like, holy. Wow, well, I've done all this. Yeah. I was like, what? You were head, so head sound down. You were like me. Yeah, I was busy trying so to like sell my t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> head down and be, you yeah. realise how far you come and then you realise, whoa. I know. Like, that's how much I've been working. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know pushed myself, yeah, but I pushed yeah, myself yeah. like, you yeah. know, like even though people around me like had the same dream, like I said, the people that, you know, I clicked with, I connected with, I saw that, you know, they weren't pushing themselves yeah, the as much anymore. It wasn't the work and so I decided time. to go out and do it on my own. Yeah. So like I said, started writing my own songs, had found producers, um, and then I started talking to people like APRA, like the music industry, to learn like, how can I get my own CDs done? Yeah. How can I get my music on Spotify? And then they linked me with this person, this group, this group, and that's how it started. Cool. That's how I learned how to network. But because I was a salesperson, yeah. I used to be a door-to-door -door back in the day, mm. and I was one of the top. I used to travel around Aotearoa to, um, because you know there was like a top of like couple of us. Yeah. We got chosen to go travel and sell, and nice to make so much money, like yeah. as a youngster. Yeah. You know, and so I learned how to sell. So yeah. I was a bit yeah. confident. It was, came in, yeah. It yeah. came, yeah. yeah. It helped. It helped me with communication as well. Communication, so yeah. Day, knowing the words that just come yeah. across and can help get the thing across to everyone win-wins you know you that would have been so good mm. um, that's so cool because i had a similar journey with learning about the music biz where i just i was literally just calling them up saying hey my music's getting played on all of these are you guys aware of this and I'm like oh actually we kind of know you know and mm. the more i'd share the more it'd be like they knew it was in there and just to help me um and just i, I slowly learned more about how i could recorded music I had no idea you know these were all things that oh, no that one taught part. me yeah see that part yeah. literally that part yeah. so that part happened see, when I started uh, recording my first song mm. and it was my brother-in-law he had his own home studio and he was like quite well known then he was already famous and he started doing music videos for other artists that were famous and so 
I hit him up, I said, hey, I'm dropping my first song, can you record it? He was like, yeah, yeah, sure, I've got a beat. He's like, yeah, yeah, i got some beats. So he hooked me up with some beats and I dropped my first song with him. But then I realized like I needed to find my own recording because I just didn't see, I saw that they were too busy and they had other people priorities. So I thought, okay, cool. I don't want to be third or fourth priority. Yeah. I need to get, I need to get my music done now. Yeah. So I went out and found my own producer to record me. And um, I started recording from a, a room, a bedroom, yeah. a, a really broken down studio. Yeah, wow. and it was crazy it was like we went through so much even a computer died on us yeah. and all of we lost all our recordings at one time <laughs> so for me it was like such a struggle but I just prayed about it a lot and yeah. I relied on the Lord a lot during my music the early yeah. stages because yeah. I wanted to make music that was meaningful yes I wanted yes. to write songs that really um, talked about my journey wow. It wasn't about trying to sell anything. No, exactly. I just yeah. wanted to tell a little bit of my story through my music. And so it was all about the art of storytelling for me. Nice. I just wanted yeah. to make sure it was a, it was an art. Yeah. It wasn't anything else. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. everybody was all about trying to get Spotify the same and words. Yeah, yeah. get all this and that. What's but the recipe? But you weren't about that. Yeah, I just wanted to um, yeah. create something that was healing for me. And yeah, um, I was yeah. accomplishing something that was professional. Yes. And yes. also like it could go out to the um it could go out to platforms and for people can hear it so i was happy with that but i wasn't pushing it to the limit where i was like trying to get a manager but yeah. people started trying to manage me like yeah. i met so many people along the way they were like oh i'll be your manager and then it didn't work out because um the intentions were different like a lot of some of them were like they probably just like, wanted to yeah, use me for some something. Some of them might have not even had the skills of manager. Yeah. Just a lot of, and it's for even the ones that did. an opportunity. Just, and the, yeah, and the ones that did, it's like, yeah, they, again, they have one the opportunity, mm. you know. They, and it was all yeah, good. It was all learning. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't probably. regret it. Yeah. I'm grateful because um, I was grateful that I went through that because if I didn't, it would have taken me oh, even with, yeah, like more, yeah, 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 more experiences to find yeah, out, yeah, but yeah, I learned all that. More, yeah, yeah. And I lucky I clicked on because then I was like, I had enough. Yeah. And yeah. so when people came to try and manage me, I was like, nah, <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just do it myself. Yeah, I'm already doing so it was hard because people yeah. were like, oh, that's going to be hard for you. You're not going to break free. You're not going to get any funding. You're not going to. You're not going to get any awards. What well, I say, you know what? It was back in the day when record labels were good. Still, now we can see. I'm not about that life. Hey, 2022. Now everyone's about independent life. Hey. I just like to go and um, and nice. enjoy the yeah, the vibe and yeah. you know celebrate with people. Yeah. But that's what happened. Hey, yeah. And now independent music is actually the i mean look at kings yeah, exactly. kings is such a prime yeah, example of that yes, it was yes. amazing to see him and for all the publishing deals mm. that he signed he still retained independence you know, but yeah long himself, story short know. bro like yeah. just to end our podcast because oh, yeah, i've yeah, got to well, make way soon yes. um appreciate you like yep. um you know taking an opportunity to hear me out um where i'm at today so yeah. i've been given some beats and like like you know i've been focused on this podcast I've been focused on um, my new business, my academy. So I now have a QS, a Queen Shirley Academy. And uh, like I told you earlier, I do workshops and yes. go around and um, I still continue to do what I was doing yeah, from back in the day. Yes. But now I'm, I'm trying to work close with um, different organizations now that, um, that are needing the service. And I'm now more business about it. But at the yeah. same time, like, I'm still able to do what I love and that's what's yeah, important. Exactly. So it's it's a, it's great. Yeah. I'm yeah, loving it and yeah, 
yeah, I'm just going to keep yeah. moving forward with it and see where it goes, eh? Like, exactly. at the end of the day, there's, I'm never going to stop being creative. Yeah. That's all I can exactly. say. Exactly. You already know. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. matter what I decide to do, it's going to be a creative thing. Yeah. So I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I know we'll definitely um, have to get you back one day on the podcast again. We're kind of like those podcasts where they like go for round two, but Oh, man, no uh, doubt. <laughs> and we didn't even talk about the Pacific Music Awards, but oh, it was dope. We, we, we talked a little bit of this stuff, but honestly. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> honestly, like, not enough. Like, we could talk for ages, but I guess you're right. It was dope. Like, it was just mm. for me I yeah. can, I'm never going to forget for the rest of my life mm. the first time I went to the Pacific Musical nice. I made it I made it yeah I was grateful because you know I was grateful because last year I got to present an award oh, yeah. and it was during COVID so we had to do a pre-recorded which was really cool but at the same time there was yeah, no audience so it was quite different one. Yeah. so to be back because yeah, I go every year go back, yeah. um, to go back it was so nice to see our music family yeah. and just catch up with everybody, you know, oh, everyone, and yeah. to see those artists like getting up and um, sharing their, their yeah, wins with exactly. us because they deserve it. You know, everyone that they, they um, nominate yeah. is nominated everyone is great. Tonight I know everyone. Yeah. And um, everyone. but yeah, there's there's yeah. politics um and everything. Yeah. Exactly. But exactly. at the same we'll time, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just happy that um, my friend's event went successful tonight. Oh, Katrina, yes. shout, shout out to her and her shout amazing shout team. And I'm grateful that um. I got to catch up with you. Yeah, I know. Man, oh, nice. Well, hopefully you get to jump on your podcast soon. Oh, no, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. But um, for everyone no out doubt. there, that was Be Fine Podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. And please feel free to share this episode if you enjoyed it. Our friends, family, and also stay tuned for more episodes. But from us, that was Be Fine Podcast. Peace and love, fun. Much love. Well, everyone, that was another Beat Fano podcast. Super blessed to have you tuned in. We're going to have some amazing podcasts coming up. So stay tuned. Tell a friend if you enjoyed this one. Leave us a great review. And we'll catch you back for some more Beat Fano podcasts. Peace and love, Fano. This podcast is sponsored by Kick On Records. Kick On Records brings awesome music and gigs to you based from Palmerston North to New Zealand. Stay tuned on their socials for all the awesome gigs coming up as well as music releases. And a huge shout out to them for sponsoring Be Fino Podcast.